0: It must have been cold there in my shadow To never have sunlight on your face You were content to let me shine That's your way You always walked a step behind So I was the one with all the glory While you were the one with all the strength, a beautiful face without a name for so long, a beautiful smile to hide the pain. RC. (laughs) Did you ever know that you're my hero?
1: just imagining this And the whole time.
0: everything I would like to be, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's so I kind. I can fly higher than an eagle. Yeah, you're
1: too kind, yes. R.C.
0: For you are the wind beneath my Look.
1: wings. Thank you, thank you. It, 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 such kind, kind words. Uh, it, much like the uh, from the the movie. Whitney Houston's uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody where where you can hear how the lyrics are illustrating what's happening in the film oh. uh, in relation to what's happening in the song. I can hear how the song is telling me how you truly feel about oh, me as boy. a person. And I, and I really appreciate it. But uh,
0: uh, Wouldn't it suck if my recording wasn't going? <laughs> and I had to do it again. No,
2: um, you just reminded
0: me too a little side <laughs> thing. One aspect of uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, which, by the way, I love that fucking song. It's great but there's one part of it that makes me laugh every single time and it's towards the end there's there's like the little breakdown in the bridge and then it's like, and she's doing the like don't you want to dance, say you want to dance say you want to dance, and then there's just a voice that goes dance
2: dance
1: Uh, who the fuck is that? Do it! <laughs> it's the chorus girls behind the, the guy, like that, look like Grace Jones or something like that, just like creeping up on her, going like, dance, it's like dance. okay, I'll do it. You yeah, haven't seen him the whole song, and he just pops <laughs> right. up. Uh. Were you there the whole time as you were singing that? There was like a almost random part where you went like, yeah.
0: While you were the one. Uh.
1: And I was just thinking like wow, I just imagined, like you like Cartman singing this and, <laughs> <laughs> and. <Singing> come <laughs> <away>. No, no. <laughs> uh, when he's doing the, the Christmas song, The end. And oh. <laughs> That's right. Like, you just like use you in a uh, carbonized form, South <laughs> Parkized form. You know? Oh, no.
0: <laughs> the reason I did that was because of a throwaway comment you made before the mics were live. Uh, because mm. we're talking about Plastic Beach, and you mentioned <laughs> beaches, so. The only other thing I was thinking of was making some type of melt-in-your-mouth, not in your hands, snowflakes joke. <laughs> but it wasn't oh my there God. yet. So what happened was, I think it was around International Women's Day or something, that Eminem unveiled the new purple Eminem, who was, according to Mars, a non-binary Eminem, and had the shape of the peanut M&M. Tucker Carlson decided to go on his show and reference uh, the M&M as being obese, even though the, the had the exact same shape as the peanut M&M, but, you know, I guess that's not important. And I wish I could bring up the exact wording, because he says something like, M&M has a new candy. And you know it's uh, the non-binary and obese, so we're gonna talk about that because that's what we do. Like, it sounds like someone who knows how shit their fucking job is. Like, and you're, you're that's like, you just are what the we do here, making
1: now. it a thing. Like, yeah,
0: that's We just thing. Like, we yeah. just waste time talking about fucking candies here. I can't <laughs> believe this either, folks. You should just see how much I get fucking paid to do this. It would blow your fucking mind. It's like, it's your, you can focus on whatever you want to focus on. (laughs) And you do. You make up shit all the fucking time. You manufacture this outrage about all this bullshit that no one's complaining about. So, so we decided to make this whole big thing, talk about the M&Ms. And I honestly don't even remember seeing that much of a public outcry about either one way or another. I saw most people just clowning on Tucker Carlson for just being a jerk because he always is. Right. And Eminem's posted a thing saying that they were that they were discontinuing their mascots indefinitely. And in the meantime, Maya Rudolph was gonna be their celebrity spokesperson. Now, I don't believe this. And I saw a lot of people being like, Oh my god, I can't believe Mar is fucking folded and they fucking gave in to the right wing pressure. I don't believe they did. This has never happened before. Especially not from this little bit of criticism this is not how this works. Okay. Companies, if you notice, they almost always lean into right wing outrage because it's marketable. It gets people talking about it and whatever it gets people talking about it is good for business. I think not enough people were talking about the M&M outrage. So M&Ms decided, well, let's just fuel the fire a little bit, shelve the mascots, because everyone's going to hate that because everyone loves our mascots so much, I, I guess. The Super Bowl is coming up, right? I think this is just a way to let people know that Meyer Rudolph is going to be in an M&M's commercial. Because why wouldn't you? The mascots will be back after that. I don't think they're going to be gone for very long. I think they'll be gone for just long enough. Uh, for people to kind of miss him, I guess, or kind of forget about
1: him. Sorry, because I was just thinking about the, remember the Mr. Peanut thing where they turned it into a baby like Yoda.
0: Yeah, it's really like that. I was thinking that too when I was talking. That, yeah, it's just they're going to they're gonna put him to the side, they're going to replace him for a little bit, and then they'll bring him back. This is why they did it after the holidays, by the way. There is no way that December 2023 is going to roll around and we're not going to see the fucking They Do Exist commercial.
1: Oh my god, wait, they're going to replace it with Maya Rudolph? <laughs> Maya Rudolph does exist! <laughs> They've been airing the
0: same commercial for 25 years. <laughs> There's no way they're going to film a new one if they don't have to. You think they're going to film a new fucking Kisses?
1: Fucking <laughs> de- 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 Bells de- 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 commercial? Yeah. they got to get updated Kisses. No way. They, they, these Kisses got to have attitude. <laughs>
0: Alpha, bring me kisses with attitude. No, so yeah, I, I just wanted to let everybody know that um, if you are in the camp of oh my fucking god, I miss the M and M's so much. And by the way, I think it's a missed opportunity not to have Eminem. Like I know Maya Rudolph is the family friendly face that people know. But <laughs> well, Why wouldn't just you just have Marshall Mathers?
1: Just fucking finally lead it. Has he done it before? He has to have done it. Before. <laughs> has Eminem done an Eminem commercial? Have
0: him do a little Eminem rap. Because
1: what? What the fuck else is he doing right
0: now? Why hasn't Eminem done a commercial for Eminem? <laughs> Someone at Mars thinks that he's too, you know, he's too edgy. He's too harmful to their Dude,
1: brand. if he's in the goddamn uh, third fucking, uh, I'm a villain, but I'm a good guard, whatever the hell, movie with Groove Despicable minions, Me? Yeah. He's is in it, that? No, his song is playing on the, the, the ad for it. Remember where it's like, no, it's this, this like a job. for me. Like they play it in the oh ad for one of God. the movies. And I remember having that moment of just like, whoa, <laughs> like in 1999, this would not have happened. <laughs> People Ew. would be rioting. <laughs> they were using without me in yes. the commercial for Despicable
0: Me. Yes. <laughs> The fucking song where he calls Moby a f-
1: Yes. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I mean, they clearly cut around that. Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah.
0: All right, that's interesting. Uh, odd choice. No. Um, the only song I remember <laughs> was that fucking um, hug me, bring it in. You know the one. What? It was. Uh, it was a Pharrell Williams and Trey Parker. To bring it back to South Park. They fucking oh. had a song that played over the ending credits and it was a big TikTok sound there for a while. Oh, jeez. yeah, That's the only Despicable Me song I knew. Oh, you don't know about oh,
1: because I'm happy.
0: <laughs> oh, God, happy. A song from the motion picture soundtrack, Despicable Me or whatever the fuck yep. that long as hell title. I honestly have never seen any of the Despicable Me or Minions
1: movies, so I'm not too familiar. Yeah, something tells me you don't need to check out the extended... The Gruniverse? (laughs) Oh my god. Oh shit. This is just, like, who cares? What's happening? (laughs) Because every
0: fucking time Coca-Cola does something woke, you know, that people get pissed off about or whatever. Oh, Mr.
1: Potato Head, oh, they're dropping the potato because they just want to be more inclusive because, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. you know. I don't think
0: they did anything. I think they just went along with it. And there was way more outrage about that you can have right-wingers say they're not gonna buy an an appliance something that's actually more of an investment right but candy is cheap there's no way that just because tucker carlson says something on his show about an obese m&m that people would all of a sudden decide you know what Fuck it i'm not buying m&ms anymore because if you want m&ms you're gonna buy the m&ms it doesn't matter
1: Eminem drops mascot after Tucker Carlson leads bizarre conservative outrage over less sexy redesign. (laughs) Like, I love how that's the outline. Just kind of like, yo, why is this guy going weird like this? Because, yeah, that's the thing. Didn't he say, like, they're making him? Like, it was a specific quote of him going, like... Oh, they're giving them uh, the, the, the women uh, le- less uh, heels. Oh, that we can't make cartoons sexy anymore. And it's just like, bro, why are you concerned? See, <laughs> like, you over here thinking that,
0: that he was outraged that they were too sexy. No. Right? He wants to fuck that hard candy <laughs> shell chocolate candy. He's hard for that so- hard candy. <laughs> He's down bad for the green m M&M. and I get it. We, we've
1: all been there, haven't we, folks? Oh, my, that's the thing I couldn't believe. That was the bizarre World turn that I was like, uh, what's hard? No, nah, he's gone down the fucking quartering. The
0: goddamn She-Ra oh, no. isn't hot enough, even though she's like an underage girl. I want yeah. all of my cartoon women to be busty and tall and super feminine, and they can't use weapons because then that's too masculine, and well, I can't jerk I to that. jerk off to him. I want a batch to my fucking cartoons made for children. The quartering cries. No wonder he's not on fucking Twitter. Good riddance.
1: m ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any of them. That's the goal. Wouldn't want to like, have a drink? Bro, did you look at your script before you read this? Like, Did someone anchor man you just now? Like... <laughs> Why do they want them to be less hot?
0: That was also, I gotta give you credit, a very good Tucker Carlson impression. RC, you are the inspiration. You are the wind beneath my wings. Oh!
1: No, so I'm just gonna say,
0: like, I think this is just some bullshit, and I don't think it's really gonna change anything. I'm sure the mascots will be back before too long. You won't
1: even notice. Hey, but Tucker, you know, there's a, there's a whole like group of people on the internet that are into like, you know, androgynous things that aren't people kind of like you can, you know what I'm saying? If you weren't so uptight, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you could get in with them, man. Could I, Cause that kind of sounds like that's where we're going here. Like, you know, don't they have different, uh. You know, different terms for the different types. I mean, I don't know what a shelled animal would be called. There must be something know. for people I, who are new turtles. I know, you furries, know. I
0: know they're scalies.
1: Right, um, right. But what would be a, a be-shelled animal? Though, uh, aside of that.
0: Yeah, what are fish? A sheller, scalies? Uh, what are you okay. doing? I
2: was saying
0: birds. Birds? Like featheries? Featheries?
1: Yeah, but what would a. Uh, what about a
0: turtle? Is, is that a scaly?
1: Because, yeah, but but yeah. a shelled animal, because we're going for M&M's, because that seems to be his type, you know what I'm saying? That's right, okay, <laughs> yeah. So a sheller, you know? A shell, yeah. Or we could just go the shell? complete
0: other way around and just shove a fucking Snickers up his ass because it always looked like a dick anyway. It's got the vein.
2: <laughs>
0: so I don't know, I'm, I'm just saying he has options. I'm not, like, he's putting all his fucking, is um, his Ruffle Stover's Easter eggs in one basket.
1: Yeah, he's and, looking. You know, you're limiting yourself. He wants animated characters that he could have a drink with that, that you might be attracted to. Have, have you drink. tried the internet, dear boy?
0: <laughs> have a Google. You're making me think of that fucking um, Doug was a bartender and the video game characters <laughs> oh were coming my God. in. Ah. That's what you're reminding me of right now. Like, oh, the fucking Green M&M came down and had a drink and the. I don't know the 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 Twix rabbit sat down. I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of any other candy mascots. The, the,
1: the, the zebra stripe. Oh, Tony the tiger. <laughs> the, the fucking
0: zebra from Fruit Stripe Gum came in and sat down. And, oh, no. and the, the 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 punk rock duck with the nose ring came in and sat down.
1: Mm. I don't know. They're all gum. Oh, Captain, Captain Crunch. He's a uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, ladies I could talk li- all day about cereals, suit, but I'm thinking about know?
0: I'm thinking about candies, though.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, what the hell is most American cereal other than candy? Uh, you know,
0: <laughs> oh, I'm getting I political. Mean- <laughs> They already have a Sour Patch Kids cereal, so even our <laughs> even our candy is cereal,
1: and our cereal is candy. Reese's Puffs. I mean, we already kind of broke the veil. them up! them up! them up! <laughs> yeah, we looked through the we're through the looking glass on this one. The singularity is
0: real, folks. I'm I'm just here to tell you, the really the the lines of reality have been blurred.
1: Yeah, and the woke mob out there don't want oh. you to have sexy animals. And your mascots that you want to jerk off to. That's what they want to stop. That's the real thing that they're after. The, 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 music is going to try to shut me down and say, oh, I'm being paranoid. No, no you know They make what? it ridiculous so that they can they can try to take away my jerk material. Well, I don't have the internet. I don't know how else I'm going to get this stuff. Where do you guys keep getting this internet they keep telling me about?
0: I, I already know better than to try to silence you. I can't hold you back. <laughs> there, there are no handcuffs big enough. To restrain your freedom of speech, RC.
1: Mm, Especially when it, right. when it
0: comes down to fuckable animal mascots.
1: Yeah, or. Which and, there are no shortage of. Or not just animal, but uh, you know, food related to the animal. So I'm talking about, you know, what I'm saying, motherfucking uh, uh, the snack that smiles back, goldfish. You know, why don't they oh. have a? Why is there no fucking um, shoe heel lace or whatever the fuck on on one of those, huh? So I can tell the genders, huh? What's going on with that, huh? Why don't we make that political?
0: Yeah, I guess they're all like toad, or at least how toad <laughs> used to be, where it was all just like genderless. They're all, you know. I want my gushers to have bows on the girls so I can tell which ones are girls that I can be horny for. I'm not going to give my son any pink candies because I know what
1: those do. So I can know which ones are for the girls, which ones are for the boys, and which ones I need to to keep for later to jerk off to.
0: Sorry, son. It's blue raspberry and nothing else, and you're in luck because it's always the best flavor of candy anyway. So good for you. You've won the lottery. The genetic oh, candy lottery. But anyway, besides that. What an asshole. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think we really have time for it at this point because we've already talked at great length about that. But I also wanted to, to, to address the uh, the what people are talking about, the Facebook, Instagram, uh, non-binary breast ban lifting. Oh, what's up? Well, yeah, what is talk- up
1: with that? I didn't. I Yeah, I haven't heard about that.
0: A listener of the show, Emma, who requested a couple albums back in the day, uh, sent me the New York Times, or New York Post? New York Post article, and it was saying that uh, Facebook and Instagram were going to be allowing you to post bare breasts and nipples, but only if you are non-binary or trans. Huh? How are they going to... Well, see, here's the thing. First of all, my first red flag was that it was a New York Post article, and they're essentially, like the sun or the daily mail mm-hmm. they're, they're an American right wing publication at this point so I already knew to take this story with a grain of sand I knew it wasn't exactly gonna be what it said in the headline it was gonna be clickbait it's gonna it's just supposed to piss cis people off like why can't I post and mm-hmm. the wording in it is such a way that I honestly think for non-binary people and for trans people I think it's only going to apply to people who are flat-chested. So this is uh, um, female to male post-op okay. who have had top surgery. That's okay. going to be okay. You can show your nipples because you don't have breasts anymore. Well, um, yeah. But I don't think anyone, trans or non-binary, regardless of their gender, is going to be able to post a topless picture if they aren't flat-chested. I think that's still going to get struck with a with a... Yeah. A flag,
1: so so my fat ass can't uh, post a picture, is what you're saying. Is that, is that what I'm really hearing? What's going hmm. on right now? <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I, it doesn't uh it doesn't specify cis
1: men. Hmm. Well, now we're seeing the real discrimination. <laughs> yup, yup, uh, just trying to you know, all of this uh well you just, just trying to keep men from putting their you trying to keep fat men from putting their nipples on our Facebook pictures I knew it all along was, it, was the picture
0: just going
1: to be your nipple like a close up <laughs> ha 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 censor this Facebook oh, I'm fucking Petey Griffin over here hey whose side poop is dead <laughs> <laughs> hey. that family guy <laughs> reference is old
0: enough that I actually get it <laughs>
1: I am not Kevin watching that show in, like, like 15 years. I saw some Family Guy short thing on YouTube that was just like, Season 21, Lois Oof. gets a haircut like some recent celebrity, I think. And I'm just like, oh, I good. don't even care. I don't even care. That sounds like
0: gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you reminded me. I, I was going to ask. The
1: fucking Rick and Morty. oh my god (laughs) yo i could not believe i i i straight up (laughs) whoa false imprisonment and like that sort of thing and it's just like uh and then texts with like girls with the weird shit he was saying man did you read that shit it's just like that's not appropriate (laughs) That's bad. Like, that's not even some, oh, someone is kind of exaggerating the thing. If you look at the whole thing, like, no, no. nobody.
0: (laughs) They're going to have to find a new voice actor for Rick and Morty.
1: Oh, oh, Rick! Oh, I, I think we're gonna need a new voice actor because the, the, the guy who's voicing us is gonna do some real bad stuff. Shut, shut, shut up, Morty. I I know this great guy. He, we, we, we go progressive, we, we get a black guy, you know? It, 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 let's move over everything. It, 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 Pizza Hut did it with Shaq or, or whatever company it was. It, it, it'll be great. <laughs> I hear he does a good
0: Beavis and Butthead, too.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm gonna be at the helm of all of these, we wreck all of these shows. As if whatever you find out Something awkward prob- uh, You know what I'll even do Velma I'll, I'll try to figure out that voice uh, Oh shit You're <laughs> he over here like Nelly Let me in now Dan Harmon Mike <laughs> Judge Let me in now <laughs> <laughs> Oh man What a great transition Because holy shit Did you hear about What happened with that
0: no. Uh, okay, so I had no interest in watching the Velma show um from the jump. No. I didn't even know it was going to be a thing until I saw the the release trailer, and I was like, hmm. This I got slightly
1: rough. interested when I heard it was Mindy Kaling. I was like, I was like, eh, another remake of the Scooby Doo thing. They're they're just doing it to keep the IP alive, whatever. And then I was like, oh, Mindy Kaling. Oh, maybe they're gonna do like you know, like Office sort of like have you know, funny jokes. And I saw like one clip, and it was like the first clip that I saw before any of this became you know quote-unquote political was it was just like the uh the shaggy look to the camera i'm not doing drugs because i don't think they're good or something like that but it was just Ru- such a i like, don't like drugs. yeah it was such a but um line it was just like ew, yeah. dude uh, like i get what you're trying to do but you got to try harder than that that was i could i could i could smell the flop sweat on that fucking line you know oh
0: yeah not being afraid to say what you want to say like a oh. comedian before the me too
1: era and, and the thing that's even more confusing because like I, I can kind of get like okay you're trying to go for a Harley Quinn type of show right you know like oh an irreverent new sort of take on a beloved property but it's just like it doesn't even make sense for Velma's character to say that because isn't she supposed to be the SJW you know super like wookie isn't that what they would be playing so why would she be saying that joke wouldn't it be like some douchey guy like that like it kind of rung like a you you got something on your mind mindy <laughs> like you yeah, know what i mean I, that's
0: what i saw people were like oh mindy is yeah velma is mindy's self-insert and she's gonna be able to get all, all of her um less than progressive views <laughs> out through velma and be like oh no no I'm using a character, it's okay. Velma said it, not me.
1: It's like, at least be smart enough to make it, like, uh, clearly not pro- progressive character so you can try to be like, I know, I, I wrote the script, but if I make it this guy saying it, then it's cool that I still got my, my aggression. You know what I mean? Like, at least mask it, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, and even then, it
0: wasn't Velma liking J.K. Rowling tweets. That was Mindy, so.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
0: But what uh what else came out because but, I might oh, not be okay. up to speed. on It this. was
1: specifically a handsome dude who was on the set of one of their shows. She brought it up on like one uh, on like a Jimmy. One of those Jimmys that does night shows that no one Jimmy watches Cars. anymore. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, and he was going, like, uh, you know, she's telling the story and she's like going off and just kind of going, like, oh, so, you know, there was this guy that was really cute and we're going to have him on with the episode of the show. And I think in the episode, it's like something about her, like, this guy being drunk and her like bringing him to the room with him and be like oh yeah yeah it's going down but like in this yeah so but in reality on the set like she was like oh everyone was kind of like talking about how cute this guy is so you know we were about to do a line or something like that and he's like so tall and imposing so you know i just went for it and just kind of kissed him on the lips (laughs) and then like he was kind of like taking it back and talking it's just like oh oh, whoa (laughs) whoa, whoa, what's happening and then when like you know she was kind of like trying to play it off and then when someone brought up to her to be like hey you know what are we gonna do about what just happened back there and she she goes like tell anyone tell anyone and you're fired and it was just like she says it on the show like it's like a you know, laugh line, like, I, I, hey, this is what I did to ease the situation. <laughs> and it's like, oh, uh, that is, that's using your power over somebody uh, and sexually harassing them. <laughs> Just because you are it's a woman doing it doesn't make it not what it's happening. Mindy, like, yeah. you know, it's the same oh. thing, you know, that with, uh, I think it was with Katie uh, Perry, Perry, remember? Yeah, yep. you know, where it's like, I'm not an imposing figure, so it's cool for me to like, no, <laughs> consent Still goes both ways, ladies and that gentlemen, sucks. and all in between. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing that kind of got drudged up after it's just like, yeah, because what is that chip on your shoulder that you're kind of having right now? She's trying to be a progressive person, but then it's like as soon as it hits a little close to home, all of a sudden, you know, you, you don't have the consistency, you know, like. <laughs> this is
0: some housekeeping I was supposed to do at the top and forgot. Oh, right. <laughs> we switched uh, providers for the show. So I got a couple comments saying, hey, I've been listening to the show for a while. Now all of a sudden I'm getting notifications about all these episodes saying that I haven't listened to them yet. When I know I've listened to them, what's going on? Well, I'll explain. Last week or the week before, when we were recording the last episode, after we were done, I made a comment about uploading the episodes to SoundCloud and using the SoundCloud RSS feed that was then getting sent out to Spotify and iTunes. And I made a remark Ugh, I already I already feel bad putting myself out here like this because people are already gonna be, oh honey, no. But to get an unlimited upload on Spotify I means like you can upload as much as you want. I had to pay like a hundred something a year to get SoundCloud Unlimited or SoundCloud Plus, whatever it is. And I was like, I know there's a better way, but I just don't know what it is. And you just offhandedly were like, I just use Anchor. And I had no idea what that was, and I've never heard of it, never looked into it. And since then, I've uploaded every episode of the podcast from 100 on to Anchor. And I've also taken the time to... Go back and all the episodes that were unlisted from Sound, uh, from Spotify and YouTube. I'm going back and re-editing those episodes now. So episodes one, two, and three, uh, a couple in the '80s, the episode we did with Mega Ran. uh, I'm I'm trying to go through them, edit them, cut out stuff that hasn't aged well, stuff that's just I mean. For people who have been following us for a good while The first string of episodes oh. I, I wasn't cutting Anything out So these episodes just would be like, like hey, Two hey, hours we're,
1: stuff. Sure, whatever. we're just gonna talk for a while whatever. Let's talk about Charles Manson or something
0: And we would just fucking ramble And There'd be good stuff in there But there'd be a lot of times where it's just like Oh let me look this up real quick And yeah. then there'd just be like a minute of silence And just oh be like what God. the fuck was I doing Yes! So I'm not even lying. I've posted like an episode from way back when and it's like a half hour. Like this is the good shit. All the other stuff is gone. The boring shit, the problematic shit. The, the awkward shit. You got to understand, we've been doing this show for
1: nine years. Yeah, oh my goodness.
0: We're, we're heading into our 10th year uh, next year.
1: And and when we we started off, we we weren't the uh, statesmen of uh, internet representatives that we now find ourselves at least feeling to be, you know, like we just sort of, you you know, like nobody cares about what I'm going to say, so whatever,
0: uh, you know. (laughs) We had some growing up to do, but everyone (laughs) does. Everyone goes through that. I don't think we're, you know, alone in that. So I'm just letting y'all know, we're also on Google Podcasts. And I think we're also on iHeartRadio.
1: Oh, and let's not overlook that uh, your, your, good, your good pal, Muse, has been uh, supporting the show by doing what they had been doing. So, you know, if this is a <clears throat> appropriate time as any to plug that uh, Kofi, slash uh, hey, you know. uh, going off, you know, if you would like to. Uh, yeah, you uh, if, you, if,
0: if you want to help reimburse a
1: little bit because
0: <laughs> using the SoundCloud for x number of years, $100 a year. It added up, but um, you know, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, <laughs> that's um that is a good segue because I did want to mention, yeah, the Kofi is super important. That is how we get the album requests and we got two of them today. But I did want to let y'all know because the plan has been for a while now that if we get the queue down low enough, We'll lower the price a little bit until it gets high again. With that said, our last few episodes have been stellar. Y'all have been giving us a lot of really great stuff to review. I've said this before, like, the show is what it is because of y'all giving us the albums to review. If you want us to go through these quicker... Maybe request shorter albums, because <laughs> um, yeah, a lot the of them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. A lot of them are like 45 <laughs> plus minutes. Some of them, some of them are more than that, and that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't mind doing it.
1: Look, uh, they're trying to get their money's worth. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Who are you to tell them? I get this it. This is their freedom of speech. Use. Uh,
0: yeah, I understand
1: why y'all are doing it, but. What Muse is trying to say is that we try to work in shorter requests uh, every now and then uh, so yeah. that we can get through it quicker. So if you request one that's shorter, you're just probably going to get a little ahead of the cues. So maybe that's a little incentive there.
2: That, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. We have been trying to do first come first serve for the longest time. But when it comes down to trying to do three albums mm-hmm. and an episode... We try to get a shorter one, like a couple shorter ones and one longer one, to even it out. But we right. don't really have any short <laughs> ones left. We have a couple, but not many. So yeah, yeah we don't have a lot of options right now. So we're only going to be able to do two album episodes for a while. So if you get if you request a shorter one, yeah, odds are it might uh, it might just, get reviewed just sooner than later. We'll just say that, but yeah, that's Kofi, K-O-F-I dot com slash going off, G-O-I-N-O-F-F.
1: Doctor Goatman,
0: of course,
1: <laughs> coming back in requested. Gorillas, Plastic Beach, ah, uh, the third, uh, you know, main album, uh, from Gorillas. This was at the time when I was at my uh. What, what do you call it? Uh, my starting to have buying power, I, I was starting to be able to have money. <laughs> oh, I get you. And so it's like, hey, now I can, uh, you know, participate in buying choices, <laughs> right? Before it, you know, the years when it didn't even matter anyway because everyone's just buying and streaming and shit now, but... <laughs> you know <laughs> I only just recently bought this one still if there's artists that you love you still want to support them you still want to get their album and shit and oh my god this was like this was the album run that I was the most cognizant of actively you know what I'm saying mm. As like growing up so it's like this is what where I was the most frustrated in seeing how the album rollout happened and that like oh. there was the first music video and it was like all right you know the video for stylo man, eh, wouldn't be like it's not my favorite like track that would have but okay you know dude they got Bruce Willis yeah we're gonna get that next video right and they like uh maybe we'll do melancholy hill and it's like what are they they're not going to do Melancholy I was like, uh, maybe. Oh. Uh, okay, I guess. Here's Melancholy Hill. But it's like, the first 40 seconds are just like a whole bunch of stuff. But like, and it's just like, okay, okay, well, when are we going to get the other two videos? And it's like, oh, well, you know, those ones didn't do that well. So I don't oh, know. no. I don't wanna and I'm like, but but we got the screen, we got the schematics for them and everything. Why can't you just, please just do the video? And they're like, oh, I don't know, we want to do one for Superfast <laughs> Jellyfish. I don't know. Oh, oh that oh, sucks. I don't know. And someone was just like, oh my fucking God. Just like, it, it just felt like a, you know, a damage report. Like checking in every couple of weeks just to see like, are we actually going to get anything? Are we actually going to get anything?
0: <laughs> I was not as aware of this one when it, when it came out. I remember actually um, not being in love with it when I first heard it back in, I guess, 2010 because i guess i was just expecting something more like the first two
1: and also this is the first one i think where he doesn't have someone else producing with him so i remember that one making it hit kind of different you know like yeah
0: halfway through i had to check wikipedia cuz i was like who the fuck man who is who is responsible in a good way in a good way <laughs> I, I, I needed answers though, because I was like, "Holy shit, these are really..." and then it, to, to just see gorillas all the way down, yeah, was like, "Oh fuck, okay, <laughs> goddamn." Uh, yeah, this is really. Uh, this was solid, man. Not without its low points, though. Yeah, I gotta say, very interesting choice, to say the <laughs> least, to put your
1: um. Your worst foot forward. Yeah, your most famous foot forward, you could say. Uh, (laughs) Because it's just uh. so, like... What? and this was around the time where they like did a couple of songs together because like Gorillas did a song really yeah David Albarn did a song on the Dogfather album and that was also uh, just a half assed sort of song and it's just like yeah I don't think god. this works I don't think you know like Snoop's not putting his heart all the way all this Gorillas, you don't feel and th- it didn't seem like they were being forced to do this it seemed like they were just like what yeah does this work and it's just like uh, I feel like this is something I would have wanted to see in the early 2000s you know to be like oh my god what fresh off of of oh 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 and then he's doing a track with gorillas you know like but yeah it just felt like so just energyless this uh, these collaborations so just starting off with that orchestral intro where it's just like mm, okay it's just kind of there i'm like all right all right just welcome you up. maybe you're like you know you're uh, uh you know showing up on the shore you know you're lapping up on the shore you know what i'm saying <laughs> slowly awakening to see uh. what's happening, you know? And then, bah, bah, and then somehow Snoop Dogg is here, but he didn't have a full verse, so he had to stretch out the parts that he had. <laughs> I resented Snoop for <laughs> distracting me
0: from this synthy, brass, blessed instrumental with these uninteresting lyrics and his, you know, his way... Of delivering lines, yeah, it, this was not the warmest of welcomes. If uh, if I was showing up on it, Plastic
1: Beach, yeah, it feels like there's like a, he's like a, a drunken sort of like <laughs> stupor with a straw hat on, just kind of go, "Hey, hey, man, welcome to the Plastic Beach." <laughs> like you know, in between blackouts, he's welcoming you. It's like, who is this guy? Yeah. Why is this our welcome? Why does he? Where is he going? He keeps leaving you know like what is happening and i remember like they did like a video for this where he's like on like a little captain's boat sort of thing because uh oh. he, he apparently can't film in uh england because he's banned there for for because you know he smoked pot or something like that so it, that's still oh really yeah yeah what um the fuck Huh. so they filmed something where he's like oh look he's in the big top hat and he's got the eyeglass and he's looking around and da, da, da. And it just so feels like it's just so like why did we even get Snoop Dogg to even film this this is such a waste of time like nothing is happening write an actual full verse I, I think I actually uh I, I don't know if it's uh, available anywhere but I, I actually ended up doing that because you know for me I'm like a really big gorillas fan you know I like you know they inspire creativity so I was like okay there's so much of this where there's just nothing happening so I just wrote a verse like in between what he was saying I was, like, <laughs> I was like I just want something else to happen other than yeah the kids gather around I need to focus uh, uh, something something uh, I, the world is hopeless uh, uh, neverland <laughs> like what's happening say some, <laughs> speed up what are you doing
0: the hypnotic brass ensemble or on point was really so digging it, what they it, were doing.
1: So it makes it feel like even more of a waste. Where you're just like, why is he here?
0: <laughs> no clue. It also kind of felt like White Flag was also kind of an in, it was an introductory track. Yeah. So I don't know why we needed a Welcome to Plastic Beach and then this. Like yeah. this would have been fine on its own. Definitely a triple intro.
1: And while I do think it's better than uh, the first track, I, like, there is a bit of it that feels a little bit like they just kind of mashed two things together instead of it really feeling like they're integrated into each other as parts. You know what I mean? It, it was jarring. I, I liked it, but it was kind of, whoa yeah it's like uh, okay like it even comes in there's like a little bit of distortion that feels like it still kind of wasn't cleaned up you know what i mean at the beginning of the verse just like what is happening right now and i mean i guess it's descriptive but it's like it just feels like they don't, like, follow the concepts enough for the real description. Like, you know, because it feels like it's supposed to be like, oh, the intro, you're introducing it to us. and But it's just like, this ain't it, this all oh, you sure? I nearly suffocated when I touched the shore. No rain, condoms it poured, and up the road, you'd never guess who I saw. Like, yeah, like, like, what? Yeah, oh, there's no rain here, only condoms. Like, I, I get it with the means from, like, a metaphorical, like, oh, whenever you want to do it. But it's just like, that's just such a weird description. <laughs> it only, no rain, it only rains condoms That's just such a weird descriptor
0: What is Plastic Beach? Like, is it a thing? Uh, or, like, is is it something otherworldly? Or is it just it's a,
1: it's a play off of, you know, the, that big trash heap The in, Garbage and, Island? Yeah, yeah, that's like Oh, uh, okay I can't, I think it was the Sun, Moon, and Stars guy Who, like, painted it the way he did Because, yeah, he was trying to get uh, them for something but the whole story of that just kind of feels like it just petered out I remember because again they couldn't finish the fucking videos and so you're just kind of like left with this ambiguous like oh this is the first time they really had an antagonist what's he gonna do and then it's just like hey if you find if you you know ask him later on they'll tell you what it was but we didn't have time to finish it and it's so I'm just like god damn it. <laughs> this uh, is blue balls of an album uh, hate that but and even so, like most deaf as the sun moon stars. First of all, just that name is just so like what is that sun moon stars? Like that's not a name. <laughs> and and it's kind of a thing where they like kind of leaned into it with the do your thing do your thing video where it was just like a yeah we didn't really resolve this plot so I I mean this isn't real like he is just kind of like a character that we created so he's just kind of like chilling there in this video. It's just like a <laughs> that's what such a goddamn gorilla. No. This, this is so you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll get to the disappointingness of the Most deaf later. Sorry to spoil it, but oh man, a lot of this album. Oh, really is... are you feeling, Most deaf. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 get to it. But like the white flag, like the rap is okay, but it, it just feels like it doesn't really like focus as well on like really telling you what's happening. Because this really could be the descriptor where Snoop Dogg fails, and it feels like it's still kind of really not really giving you the imagery you know what I mean in a real full way I feel like other gorillas tracks really like pull you into you know there's something that just mm-hmm. felt a little slapdash about how this came together you know like I did like it when the orchestra came in at the end it felt a little better but there's just something about the beginning that felt a little oh it's a rap song but with an orchestra isn't that different and it's just like I mean I, okay but you know you didn't really put them together you just got of like bookended into them you know like
0: it was weird that they put The two songs with the orchestras back-to-back like that. Yeah. You could have, like, maybe bookended them or something, but you front-loaded it to where it was like, geez, we're just getting them back-to-back here. Um, Yeah, I I liked White Flag, and honestly...
1: I'm fine with it. It's like, I don't hate it, but it's just like... I just don't find myself actively wanting to come back to it and as far as like i'm usually the person who likes the gorillas rap songs you know because that's the one where my brain like as a kid like you know attached on to it more you know because i like the rap song you know um but uh now rhinestone eyes is uh, a, a fucking smasher the the fucking gargoyle man sprex my vocals he does like god damn it i can't resist it
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh it's interesting because the groove
1: and how it builds every hook part like yeah
0: and but then 2d's vocals are just like you know 2d's vocals so they don't really match the energy but they mix really well
1: uh so that's him getting the most in his talk sing bag uh (laughs) yeah then we get to stylo and you know, I, I thought coming at it, you know, I always try to be like, oh, how am I going to feel about it with fresh eyes? But I, I, I'm just not feeling it as much. Like, I remember listening to it and getting, you know, being like, oh, snap, Most Def, and seeing the music video where you know, Bruce Willis this is going to be so cool. And just something just felt so over, underwhelming to it when it starts out. and it's just like, oh, snap. And here comes Most Def, he's kicking it off. Love, electricity, shockwave, central power on the motherboard. Yes. Uh, okay, that wasn't really like a... Okay, what's happening? Oh no! Yeah. Push up, overload, legendary, heavy glow, sunshine, thunder roll, keep this on. What? That didn't. Ru- what is happening? Yes, the lantern burns firm and easy, and broadcasts so raw and neatly. Thunder roll, sunshine, working out, out, out. out. I'm like, oh god, is he just doing a fucking bridge? Like what? Is, like oh. what is this? And then he comes back at the end just to do the same thing. It's like, oh come on, what a waste.
0: Ah. I- I thought he was okay, like, up to that point. I was like, this is a good song. Bobby Womack, though, fucking makes
1: it. No, no, but here's my thing. I feel like these feel like they're just three different songs happening. They don't feel like they're connected. Yeah. They don't feel like there's anything that guides them making it sense from, oh, here comes the verse, and here comes the... Even the fact that there's, like, a couple of seconds in between them, it still doesn't feel like they're connected you know what I mean mm-hmm. like when Bobby Moback comes with the there's only one way like that's strong and incredible and powerful but then I'm like was that really related to what the hell was just happening with the in the make-o-fly? you know like it, it does not feel like we yeah. were in sync here you know like even in the way that oh sure you could say like oh is the Clint Eastwood verse really related to what's happening in the hook but like it still feels cohesive you know what I mean like you know something I didn't expect? Me liking
0: these songs more than you.
1: <laughs> I think it's just because I was like, I've had the, the disappointment of being like, you know, coming up and being like, oh, well, Gorilla's that group that as a kid, like, I, you know, I just kind of messed around with their music and didn't really know much about them. And then when the second Demon Days, I'm really kind of being like, oh, man, I'm a super fan. These guys are so awesome. I can't see wait, wait to see what happens next. And then just waiting around, waiting around, waiting around, and then just getting this sort of like, uh, uh, <laughs> what, what context <laughs> does matter yeah. yeah and now now gorillas has never always been like absolutely perfect or whatever but there's just something that feels a little disconnected and it is that feeling I, I that we brought up that it's just like he's just doing this all himself and there's no other person who really has like you know a thumb down on a specific idea that he wants to pull the direction in that really i feel like worked with the first two records you know and mm. There's just something about this that just feels like it needed something to pull it together. And like, I I actually, you know, I I like the uh, um, 2D parts where it sounds like there's like two verses happening in between them. Like, I think that's a cool idea. Like, but I also feel a little disappointed because it's just like, but they don't really do it the second time. Like, you know, it just kind of starts, but they don't really do it again. They just have an episode of the juice, you know? Like, mm. And so it just kind of feels like, a, oh, that was a cool idea, and you just kind of half did it that time. And then, oh, you got most up, and oh, he's just doing the same verse. And, yeah, you got Mabby Mowak, but does that really feel like it's connected with what just came before it, you know? Like, just something doesn't feel, like, through-lined into how this song is coming out, you know what I mean? What did you think of... Uh super fast jellyfish. <sighs> Another one I was disappointed in, man. Like Oh my god, I this got, is a five for me. Oh man, I got to say it. De La Soul, we talked about it again and again.
2: <laughs> what the hell is going on?
1: I'm so confused. <laughs> ah, this is the one that's always been uh, yeah, that at least. Up for is me, down, left is this, right. <laughs> this is the one that's been a bit of a troubled uh, production because this is the oh, the Feels good ink worked. Okay, let's do it again, you know? And so it's like, let's, let's have De La Soul cover a song, except now it's a lot slower, so I can kind of make out their raps a lot more, and now I the abstractness that was kind of fun and breezy before, now it's just kind of like, what are you saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And it's like, wait, is any of this rhyming? What are you guys doing? <laughs> Yo, pretty packages of frosted delights. Look, it comes with a toy. <laughs> I like that. I want a number four, number six, and throw in a plastic donut. Just enjoy the greedy crunch of taste, just like chicken. What rhymed there? <laughs> like what? <laughs> and it's just kind of like, are they doing an act? Are they doing a? This is me and my puppet Bobo. And, 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 and like, what's happening? <laughs> it just feels like this weird thing that kind of starts but doesn't really amount to anything like they're doing this thing of like there's a the one main rapper but then there's the other guy doing a dookie voice and it's like why is this happening like this and they don't really like bring it to anything you know it's like i don't know it, like the second half of the verse i feel like it's cooler the all oh, hell king Neptune, it is one of me like i think that works a little better as it works mm. but like there's something about the track that feels like a little too basic like just the way how it just starts with the rihanna pre-setting drums the psst <laughs> you know what I mean? It just feels a little too basic, you know? I don't know. And and again, it's one of those things where it's like, I do like the hook like I've the hook fucking splashes the, you gotta mm. have it super fast it's super fast i coming last I can imagine it in the, one of those like you know really badly animated movies under the sea with Will Smith or whatever the fuck yeah. you know what I'm saying where it's at the yeah. fast food restaurant and this is like the song from that album you know and they're actually using footage from the movie super fast and, and then you kind of like have that awkward question of like uh yeah what are they eating at this uh you know <laughs> a fish oh. underwater restaurant you know, uh, the Mr. Krabs question you know, <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> yeah. but the, I always thought that even though I like it in the way they say it it's always like just kind of you know pulled my brain in that one way where it's just like aluminum a of fun aluminum the sea is radioactive the sea is radioactive and it's like what what it's radio <laughs> why are you saying it like that <laughs> why is it saying it like that why do you say it what like that what accent is that <laughs>
0: when you talk about the intro what i thought you were gonna say was what i was gonna reference that we've done over 200 riff break episodes watching commercials and everything and i did not recognize the commercial that sampled at the beginning of the song i don't know what that is
1: (laughs) this morning you've got time for a hot home-cooked breakfast are you kidding great starts frozen breakfast sandwiches Fresh whole eggs, sausage, and cheese on a buttermilk biscuit. Are you kidding? Delicious and piping hot in only three microwave minutes. Great starts from Swanson has a whole line of breakfasts you've got time for. No kidding. I will say, like, if we're talking about, it, I do remember ending up liking uh, the Humans album more than this one. Something felt more cohesive about this one, uh, that one versus this one, where it's just. Like while I still have a fondness for it, certainly some of these tracks, like as I look through it, it's just like man, there's a lot of there's a lot of gristle in here. But like I said, even this track that I was expecting to like is like oh they are so gorillas, of course it's gonna be a match made in heaven, but it's just so kind of like weirdly slow. And then what they're saying kind of doesn't really like what like, what is it? Rappers of many bites. That man, are you freaking blonde, that's a rock. What the rapper that you thought you saw was a rock? What's happening? Like, <laughs> all mixed in a pot full mama's home made from scratch but not and now it gets to the second part that i actually really like and then they just repeat that in the second half it's like <laughs> like man it's like if this was a feels good ink type song that would have felt better but something just felt kind of lazy about it especially with how like, just a little under-tempo, it feels, as an overall song, you know? It just feels I, like, I oh, we didn't have time for... This. Uh, okay, let's just tackle. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, oh, shit, the energy's so high, we gotta bring this part back in. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. De La Soul. It's a, it's a, it's a flip coin as to whether or not I'm going to like any of their songs.
0: I think Gorillas is quintessential my listening of, like, this sounds really good. I don't give a fuck what they're saying. So... There there are definitely parts on here where it's like, oh, ooh, but like I don't have any lyrics quoted on any of these. Like, uh, it was it's just the vibe, so I had a really good time listening to Superfast Jellyfish. Hmm. I missed all the goofy shit that didn't make sense. Like <laughs> that just kind of that was just window dressing.
1: And the way they speak, it's one of those things where, like, it, yeah, it's better to enjoy it than that. I'm just listening to it, because, like, they have silly voices on, and the way they do their voices, like, <laughs> nope, like, it feels like something funny happened, but did they actually say anything funny? <laughs> like, you know?
0: <laughs> Your brain thinks it was funny, <laughs> right. but was it funny? <laughs>
1: yeah. It's so sort of like, you know, oh, we're doing snappy voices, so that's, like, the joke in and of itself.
0: I, I don't mean to, to cross-promote here. But we we recorded a uh, o detox this past weekend, and we talked about when people laugh at things that aren't funny. Is it, like, is that thing funny <laughs> just because people laughed at it?
1: <laughs> if it bends, it's funny. If, if it breaks, it's not funny. I don't know.
0: They're essentially torturing someone in the studio and making them cry and everything. And it's like, people find it funny. It's like, but is it funny just because people are laughing at it? Like, that kind of thing. And it reminded me of the clip that's circulating now of Jim Brewer doing his stand-up at this, in, like, a tent at this, like, right-wing festival. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ.
0: And and he's just doing his same old shtick about COVID denial and everything. And I'm and a bird! Just... Dr.
1: Fauci's a bird or something! <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he's just doing goofy voices, and the audience, all these white boomers whose kids don't talk to him anymore. It's their version and of Clafter, just...
1: right? It's like, you
0: agree with me! Yay! Yeah, it's like, just because he agrees, does that make it funny? Like, what are you <laughs> laughing at? That yeah. he's saying what you're thinking, or do you genuinely think this is funny? Because I can't see how anyone could genuinely think what he's doing is funny. It's just not It's not like, oh, I'm offended. I don't find this funny. No, it's like, this just isn't funny.
1: I think it's it's spite laughter. I think it's sort of like, yeah, they don't want me to think that way. So, ha, ha, you know, it's it's Nelson laughter. But they got main character syndrome. Like, they think anyone, like, you know, really cares about what they, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it falls into that category. But, um. What did you think of Empire Ants?
1: Now we're cooking with gas when we got okay. Little Dragon. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, come <laughs> on. Now here's where I turn the album on. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is an unmitigated banger. I will hear no less. Little Dragon are a treasure. To be protected and guarded, uh, my sister like got into them like right before they were on this album, and so like that's the little touch of like there's little touches of like ah, but this album has this on it like they had a little dragon on here twice, like showing this motherfucking awesome ass group some love. Like her voice is just so cool, like you know what I mean? It's so like chilly and makes an interesting contrast to Damon Albarn's more like you know open and in your face like sort of uh, British drawl, you know? And I've never heard of little dragon before this oh man they are so cool they have like uh their style is just so interesting it's very like the the new new wave you know um what do they call it when black people do it uh (laughs) neo soul yeah neo soul (laughs) I don't know if we can classify, even though it's like, oh, but their style is so like that, but with this like interesting techno angle under it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so yeah, like my sister was really into them and like, you know, they just had her, and her style, her voice is so smoky. It's like Amy Winehouse, but it's own thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not her vibe. It's a different vibe. And the way she writes songs is like just interesting too. Like, oh my God, constant surprises. That's one of my favorite ones. Constant surprises. Come my way. <laughs> da, and then and then then You gotta listen to some of stuff. Uh, the music videos, okay. especially, they're very cool put together music videos. So it's one of the huh. last bastion of like, oh my God, hey, someone actually puts some heart and soul into you know the visuals for this. Um, th- th- I think there's swimming, swimming, and I think there's like blinking pigs or something like that. Those are hmm. like the, because is the swimming one, the one with the, uh, yeah, that was the don't, 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 don't. used to know point. Dun, 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 And he was so shy. Dun, 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 dun. I never knew his thoughts. Dun, 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 He never knew mine. You gotta check it out, man. That shit is shit, awesome. Okay. And then, ooh, ooh. Dun, dun, <laughs> Those <was> so <laughs> many years have passed. My memories are closed glass yeah dude it sounds dope that shit is hype yeah definitely check out swimming i think it's that Uh, one uh blinking pigs and uh twice uh yeah man she makes some bangers like i I just had to shout her out because like oh man how many times are we gonna get the chance i know this is out of fucking nowhere but yeah this group really (laughs) is that shit and so so when i saw them on here like right before when my sister was getting me into them they'd be like oh shit they get the bump and then ah they never really had like you know huge hits after that but it's like that eh, sucks eh, that's how it goes. Uh, Yeah stand over there with Janelle Monae With the incredible you know uh, uh, Female vocalists who are just not getting Their fucking love Yeah, What <laughs> the fuck man <laughs> What did you think yeah. of Glitter Freeze does this count I mean it's long so Yeah it's like five minutes and I Like I wouldn't skip it if it was like You know if I'm driving and I just don't Want to put my hand out of the way to like skip it But it, like like it, it, it just Feels like it goes on a little too long for what the idea that are in the song, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, there's one part in the middle where it has the cool little freezy peak sort of like sound to it with a nice open, wah, it was the glitter free, like, that's the one part that's really cool, but everything else just kind of feels like, why is this going on for so long? What? Oh, my God. It, it, the way I was feeling about a lot of these tracks, especially Super Fast Jellyfish, was the way I was feeling uh, about... Uh, uh, was the way those synths sounded at the end of Super Fast Jellyfish. With oh. the... Weee,
2: weee, <laughs> uh, uh, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was really digging it, and I really liked the sound of it and the feel of it. I, I Like, my first note is just... Mm.
2: <laughs> like,
0: I realized... But then, like, yeah, I looked at it, like... I was just listening... And I wasn't looking at the time bar or anything. And I just kinda of thought to myself, hmm. Is this still happening? How much longer is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is good this has been going on for quite a while. But, oh shit, this is like a whole another minute
1: and a half? Yeah, Ooh,
0: okay. I, Anytime
1: I have ever looked at this, I'm gonna be like, how long do I still have it? It's always at least like two minutes. <laughs> God damn, And it's the same. Oh, whee, oh, whee. It's like, dude, just putting it off the time from how it was before doesn't make it more interesting. It's the same thing. It's just, oh, whee, yeah. but instead of on the part where it was, oh, we put it on the part where you would expect it to like, oh, like, oh my god, it's not that interesting. In the track. <laughs> oh my god and then we get some kind of nature another dud I'm sorry no, oh, no. <laughs> I'm going in <laughs> Girl. Yeah. you're gonna catch. just when gorillas think they're out cold they're gonna catch a piece <laughs> of the tea. <laughs> <laughs> they, were fucking, they were counting the lights Then here you
0: are with the bucket of water Just wake your ass up I'm not done with you yet
1: with this jittery, We're only halfway through this With this jittery jalopy sounding fucking <laughs> The quirky no. 2010s piano Sounding pop song What is this And it's like 30 years past his prime singing voice uh, He sound like he just got woke up from a coke binge Or some shit. Some kind of Some kind of so. It was some kind of something. I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. I can't read these lyrics from my That's not fair. Lou Reed has always sounded like that. And it's one of those things where it's like, I could see this working if this was like just put together more. There's just something about this that just feels too janky that this feels like especially at the end of the verse that like what the heck? it sounds like it actively sounds like someone's trying to edit around the shitty take that he did and be like well eh, maybe if we just cut out this part they won't hear the burping that he did you know like Jesus Christ why does it sound like this damn now, 2D half saves it when he comes in with the, the British folks he popped in. Some kind of nature, some kind of it's Like that, that kind of like, hey, hey, don't, don't mind my uh, friend over there. He's just a little, you know, he's a little three sheets to the way, but he'll be alright. <laughs> See, this
0: is the thing. It's so funny. When 2D came in, I actually made note that they kind of sounded similar to me.
1: Really? No, because he sounds so uh. like... Un, 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 chemical lobe, lobe. He's looking slightly too close to the... Da- and then when 2D comes in, he's like... Some kind of nature. Like I like that. I really like that part and how it plays with the time. I thought that was really cool. Was like, hey, I wish we could play in this world, but now we gotta go back to... Some kind of... Ca- chemical poison that, that wraps up people ignited like phony priests or, or something but, but I really like my and then he probably said something inappropriate and so they just cut it off and it's like fuck it we can't do this damn <laughs> I mean I, I guess it
0: doesn't hurt that I do really like Velvet Underground <laughs> and
1: I like Lou Reed my thing so... is it's like I could see, like my thing is as I'm listening to it my brain is going like there's a version of this I could see being more cohesive but as it stands it just feels like cause I don't hate the idea of someone having like a grumbly low voice where he's just kinda of like, like I like um what was it that uh one song uh, the falling out of airplanes and I don't know remember in the, uh, the 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 Demon Days album where it's like you know you're just kind of hearing uh what's that actor Dennis Hopper just kind of talking just like and oh. this is happening and, and it's like but i like it cuz it's like oh it feels like something go is happening now I'm not exact same energy but it kind of feels like he's trying to say something and i just don't care to hear it cuz the delivery is just so like spiritual the poison if people pick up and that like it's i can hear the editor afterwards trying to map his his fucking vocals over the beat to make it actually fit. You know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, it just it, it doesn't hit me. Then we get two bangers in a row. <laughs> oh, see, I thought "Broken" was kind of weak. Oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah, the streak has been broken. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't you know it? No, um, I actually
0: think the second half is not nearly as strong as the first half.
1: Hmm. I, I just feel like it it, it kind of bumps around in consistency for me uh like I, I like I, said, I like uh, on melancholy Hill very glisteny glassy eyed Saturday skate pop jam sort of thing um and I think broken uh, I think it also matches it I don't know I um uh, it, it's a different energy but it also has that sort of glassy eyed like sort of feel to it you know and I think there's just something about how how what he's saying in the lyrics kind of like... Just makes it hit that, just hit that pitch of being like, oh, I can kind of visualize. You know what I'm saying? When you like hear a certain piece of music, you're like, wow, I feel like I can visualize what the music video for this would be. Like someone like, be, you know, being asleep while the TV's, you know, staticky glowing, and maybe it's like transmitting, like, you know, subliminal messages or something like that. You know, some sort of intrigue. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I really like that. Tra- and it, it also kind of sounds like it's about, like, a relationship that's, like, falling apart, but they're still together. So, you know, they're they're mm. just kind of, like, ignoring it. You know what I'm saying? But it, by yeah. using technology to ignore it, it's like, okay, so there's a cool sort of theme in there. Um, and on Melancholy Hill also has a, it's, like, a slightly similar theme, but it's just kind of, like, it feels like a theme of, like, oh, if someone's broke your heart, like, well, then I'll be the person to console you, that sort of thing. So there's a, a lot of very, like, somber... Um, sort of uh, semi-narratives kind of going on in the tracks that uh, I I think are really cool um.
0: I didn't really dislike any songs on this album it's just I thought the first half was so much more interesting and has so Mm. much more like different shit going on Mm. that by the second half uh, Broken uh, Plastic Beach yeah we'll get to that yeah it says it's featuring Mick Jones and Paul Simonon. Simonon. I, I originally looked at it and thought it said Mick Jagger and Paul Simon. And I was like, "Oh shit, what? This is gonna be." It. And then I was like, "Oh, it's neither of those people. It, it, it's Mick Jones, I guess, of the Clash." I didn't look into it, and I don't <laughs> oh, know who the Mick other Jagger's guy is.
1: cousin. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I
0: was like, "Oh,
1: hmm."
0: Yeah, and I I, I liked the beat on it, but. Data it was just kind of like
1: i don't know when it's just that for a couple of tracks in a row where it feels like he's uh, it's like experimenting but not really dipping into anything specifically and so i I can get how it feels like a okay didn't you already do this you know that said when we get to sweepstakes oh man another one where it's just like it's one of those things where it's just like i get what you're doing God damn it, dude! Uh... This is my only other five!
0: I fucking knew it, too! I fucking knew it! As soon as I was like, oh yeah, it's most F. RC didn't like it. God fucking damn it!
2: (laughs) <laughs>
0: no!
1: But it's like. I it, thought this track had everything! It, I loved it! It has a bit of energy too. it, has a nice little carnival. Dance, da-da, like, the, again, the, the orchestra brings it, you know what I mean? But with sure. just most deaf doing the same verse, but just kind of slightly different times sometimes, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, uh, okay, <laughs> like. Mm man, you're really just gonna do this? <laughs> like, you know? Like, as I'm listening, was just like, oh, come <laughs> no, on. Oh. And even what he he's really saying, is gonna do this. And, like, and the thing is, it's not that deep what he's saying, like, you know what I mean? If it was, like, there are some verses where it's like, damn, that was so cold, you gotta say that one again. You know, but it was just like a, sun, moon, and starry you each and every, all of y'all's, the zone, this, there's this, this players and dealers and me. They say that their plan is okay, well, let's see. Like, it just... Like, I don't know, like, it's, it's cool enough, but it just feels kind of underwhelming when I think about, like, and you also could have, you know, done an MF Doom thing and wrote a second verse, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, and look, I'm not against someone repeating verses, you know, I listen to, uh, reggae, and reggaeton, you know what I'm saying? Where motherfuckers do the, oh, Sean Paul, hey, let's play that first verse again, but there's at least a second verse, you know? (laughs) <laughs> There's some contrast, right. so I can go. Oh, and now I hear this part, and now it's coming back. Oh, and you're kind of doing it, and now I can maybe appreciate it from a different angle. But when I was just like, oh, I just have to hear the exact same thing, just slightly differently again. Like it just doesn't pull my brain in the way that I feel like the creativity is hoping that it pulls my brain. It just feels too jumbled, and I'm just like, my brain doesn't want to invest in it. You know? Oh my god! And, and now look, look at this piece of information that I, uh, that I uh, looked up because I remember it kind of like. You know, this guy being an antagonist was kind of a joke in and of itself. We're just like, uh, oh, but he doesn't really do anything. But this is the backstory. Uh, he later appears in the Rhinestone Eyes storyboard, <sighs> leading, <laughs> leading the Black Fog attacks on Plastic Beach. And his backstory is explained. He was the rejected fifth horseman of the apocalypse, in parentheses, flatulence, and helped Murdoch with the band's success. He gives up trying to take Murdoch's soul after the Black Fogs' defeat. So it's basically uh, kind of like, oh, here's the whole reason they got popular. It's because of this guy. But he was a fifth horseman of the apocalypse, but he was farts. And it's like... I was, that's so whack, right? I was just like, do you, do you feel? Do you feel the underwhelmingness? <laughs> the, yeah, I, that sucks. And I was thinking like, well, couldn't they have at least called him like Chance or something like that? Because like that's what it feels like the song's about, right? Like it's about hey, take your chance. You might lose. You're most likely gonna lose. But it's about you know exploiting your confidence. You know what I mean? Like because that's mm-hmm. what I was kind of getting as I listened to the verses. And I can kind of enjoy. Like I appreciate it a little bit more now as I'm hearing what he's doing. But it's still that sort of thing where I'm just like, but I'm still not enjoying it. You know. <laughs> Yeah,
0: that I wasn't really
1: feeling the title track. No. Oh, my God. Th- this fucking track. It's just so, like, repetitive without saying that much again, which is starting to sum up how I felt about a lot of the tracks, honestly, now that I'm looking at it. And it, it, why the fuck is it talking about a whale for most of the time? And it's like, what? I wanted. It's the title track. It's about the plastic beach. What about the plastic beach? <laughs> and it's like, no, guys. I gotta tell you, to the dark, dark seas comes the only whale watching ships wow. go by. It's the day we try. It, it. It doesn't know. It's a Casio on a plastic beach. What? Oh okay. Look, I, you know, I never typically expect questions to be answered on gorilla songs, but th- th- you really just didn't do anything there. Like what the, the ship yeah. there's a ship yeah. Oh, there's a whale watching ships go by. And it, it doesn't know that there's a Casio want to play. Who can what why what is happening? And then it, all it does for the the third part of the track is just like kiss me kiss me kiss ya God, I hate that. Like, what is this? Like, oh, come on. That sucked. Then to binge, it really is a balancing act of like, if the music in conjunction to what's happening is good enough, you could overlook some shit. You know what I'm saying? But where mm-hmm. is this, this Like, he said, like, my heart is in economy due to this autonomy. And I'm like, okay that was just two words that I don't see how we're like okay you know like but just nah just saying shit right right but it's the way it's delivered where it has that belief sort of like cause right afterwards he's like I'm rolling in and caught again I caught again I caught again my heart is an economy dude it's is about the delivery and that kind of like sells it you know what I mean but yeah I don't know I I I still enjoy this track even though it it has a sort of like bit of a one note just kind of someone plucking the guitar while some stuff kind of comes in and out, you know. Then we get to Cloud of Unknowing, which I think is actually a really good track. Uh, I I feel like I didn't appreciate when I was younger because it was kind of like, eh, just, oh, like, well, this is what we're doing. Oh, we got to have, yeah, all right, so you like Bobby Womack, you wanted to, you like Bobby Womack, you wanted to have him on the big single, and then you wanted to kind of give him his own song where he just kind of goes, like, oh, okay. girl. You know, it feels like, a, oh, you got respect for this artist, so you're kind of, you know, you're fanboying out, you know. But as I come back to it, I actually really appreciate this song. It's sort of like the ending, sort of, ambiguous where are things going feels like there's a you know weather vane spinning maybe there's a hurricane in the distance and mm-hmm. you know maybe we're up on a high up view and you're like oh maybe it'll go in another way maybe it'll dissipate but we're still stuck in that just ambiguity of like just trying to figure out what's gonna happen next you know and I mean it could be about a relationship or it could be about like you know feeling a boy was like oh man is everything screwed can we salvage this you know what I mean um so yeah I think that's a really cool solid track how'd you feel about that one <laughs> you, you couldn't bring so yourself. out. We're feeling no, it. Like I
0: just thought, this album just kind of fell apart at the end. I, I um, I like Bobby Womack. I thought the song itself was beautiful. I thought it sounded great. It just
1: Didn't capture your interest, yeah? No, and I don't know what the ending is. What the pirate jet? Song? Pirate jet? Pirate jet? Pirate jet? Wait, again, one verse. It's all good news now because we left the tabs. Running for a hundred years. The the Frankenstein sense. Drink into the drink. The Like, it kind of starts off kind of sounding like it's saying something, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, uh, uh, I guess these are kind of like bottom feeder people who have kind of like survived after the great you know, chemical, whatever the heck happened, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, things were kinda of screwed over, but we got to benefit from it, I guess. But then it's just like, drink into the drink, the plastic cup, drink, drink into the cup, with the people, the plastic eating people. Like, it, this man really just sounds like he was just like floundering for what to say. <laughs> like, the drink into the drink, the plastic cup you drink. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, overall, I give this a three and a half out of five.
0: I ended up giving it a four.
1: Now look at that. <laughs>
0: right? Definitely not the outcome that I expected.
1: <laughs> Check your expectations at the door when it comes to the going on podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, <laughs> exactly. Expect the unexpected.
0: With that, uh, we've got LPs, I'll sleep when you're dead, requested right. by Wrist of Kings. Ooh. From 2007, this one.
1: Yeah, right at the tail end of the Bush administration.
0: As much as I always get into a new Run The Jewels album when it comes out, I never really took the time to no. go back and
1: listen. Yeah, he's not been my uh, white underground rapper that, I, that I've that i got. Mine was Aesop Rock. Uh. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. But I gotta say it, listening to this album, I was sitting there thinking... I I I don't know if I need
1: ah, Keller Mike. No. <laughs> like Damn. there were a couple songs on
0: here where it was like I think this dude's strong enough to carry a whole fuck mm. thing. That if he was just releasing solo shit, I think it would be pretty fucking strong on his own. Honestly, mm, not to say, not to say that Keller Mike doesn't bring, you know, he does his this thing. His, yeah. He, No, yeah, I I think he's very talented, too. My opinion of his has wavered over the years, but, you know. If I was listening to this album again, and I would skip it, uh, that would be The Overly Dramatic Truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I got that feeling, too. The Overly Dramatic Truth is a story about a relationship that went wrong because I was way older than the girl. Uh, That's
2: unfortunate.
0: And there were just inherent problems in the way we dealt with each other. It's more of a conversation between me and this girl. Yeah, I didn't need this. Yeah. This was awkward. And it
1: kind of, like, it just doesn't go anywhere with it. No. I, I don't know. It just, yeah, and it feels just overly intense for what he's actively saying in the story like it it feels like it doesn't really like end up like grappling with the the demons in the way that like an atmosphere song would you know what i mean no where it's like oh you're going to this dirty dingy place but i can see that you're really bearing your soul on it it feels like oh you just yeah i don't know what yeah but yeah uh, now there's a later line that i think is really interesting that kind of like you know Talks about like the general idea of like you know people being imperfect and stuff like that, and I get that he's trying to get to that, and to certain uh, uh, splashes of what happens later. But yeah, this track just kind of feels like ah, you just took me to this place and you didn't really resolve it in a way that felt good. So now I just I just know this, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's back to back here.
0: I didn't really care for uh Flyantology
1: either, oh, unfortunately. Oh, no no no. Oh no. Look. Okay, this was the single. Do you remember? Do you remember this single when it came out? No. This was actually the one that like got me to kind of turn my ears to LP a little bit when I first heard this oh, track. Really? Cause oh, really? Because I remember seeing this on, it was like on Music Choice or something like that. You know, I was like, Ugh. Oh. You know, when I was like sick of MTV, it's like, I just play the same videos. I want to see where I can find new stuff, you know? And uh, it was like, oh, this guy LP, Flying what a weird title, you know? I got to check it out. And it's like the music video. Did you see the, the music video with the the early, I mean, uh, the mid-2000s looking animation that kind of looked, you know, groundbreaking at the time. Like, oh, look at this and your, and your, uh, ad for some kind of mint mobile or something like that you know <laughs> no i i haven't seen the video oh part. check out the video real quick to, like have a have a look at it you know it just and you like you'll totally get those uh, mid-2000s animation vibes <laughs> yeah, um but yeah it, but it has like i know i get what you're saying in in a certain respect because like i've always kind of felt like it did it has this sort of like grunge to it where it's like it doesn't feel finished or like perfect but that, that kind of feels like the appeal of it to a certain degree like I've always kind of felt like like I like the message of the song so it kind of forgives the weirdness of the production and I think there's something they're kind of doing with the production by making it this weird like it's lo-fi so it feels like but it still has this heavy you know trashy drum sort of feel to it you know there's like Trent Razner I think he's like working on the production but it's like yeah it comes together in a really janky way that feels like like I always find myself feeling like, Am I not listening to this on the right speakers? You know what I mean? Like
0: I was excited to see that Fred Reznor was on and I was like, Oh shit, okay. Yeah, I was just kind of underwhelmed by it, honestly. And um I gotta say, my big pet peeve here, LP uploaded or someone uploaded this video for Flyontology to his official LP page mm-hmm. only three years ago, mind you. Whoa. And it's 144p. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh no. Did you not have a master copy of this? Why oh. does it look so bad? Oh, all those animators work gone to waste. <laughs> Is it the only quality option? 144p. Oh,
1: you don't get to experience Jeez. the majesty of the of the uh, resolution.
0: You know, it's funny, this is unrelated, but it reminded me, and I don't know when else I'd ever have a chance to say this. Remember that uh, we listened to um, Five Iron Frenzy, the Christian ska band? Oh, yeah. Like, 20 yes. episodes ago? They put out a documentary DVD of uh, called, like, The Rise and Fall of Five Iron Frenzy, and I checked it out because I wanted to see their story. And they had a couple of their music videos on it, and they weren't online anywhere, and one of them was seriously just a... A VHS rip of it having aired on like MTV2. So you see the MTV2, like the two headed dog logo in the corner and no. everything. It's just like, oh shit, really? Did you not wow. get your
1: own video? What happened? Yeah,
0: did you lose it? What happened? <laughs> but yeah, honestly, besides that, I think the rest of the album is really fucking strong, dude. I guess we could just start at the beginning. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's go back up. Tasmanian to that. Pain Coaster. Whoa, if this what this the perfect opening track for an LP album. <laughs> Absolutely. Because it just, it just goes for it and doesn't give a shit what it
1: is. <laughs> like uh, Like the Twin Peaks intro with the... <laughs> oh, my what God. What happens if
0: you fall
1: in space? <laughs> like, they yo. fucking know
0: how to get me hooked, man. A fucking oh Twin God. Peaks sample to open your album? That's
1: cheat code. Made me want to watch Twin Peaks, goddamn. <laughs> oh, God... Yeah. Do I need to watch this show? Because holy shit. Yes. What in the world is this thing? Okay. (laughs) I I will tell you. Ah. The
0: the sample says it's from Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me. Don't watch Uh that first. Watch, because that's a movie and it's a prequel, Uh but it's spoilers for the series. So Mm. you got to watch the series first, then the movie. Then the Twin Peaks, uh, revival season that came out, like, five years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, I I have quotes, I have quotes from this one. The, uh, The whole design got my mind crying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Dying, I'm flying. The same line. No disguise, guy. I'm bent up. No, the sky's high by coincidence. And I'm blind, insignificant. To the ground function on Munson, it's the dreaded 710 split again. And then it is, oops, fuck, screwed the pooch, asked too much, knew the truth, on the train now, a caboose, it's my
1: brain now, no recluse. Fuck. The way the yeah, because the way it starts, so it's like uh, yeah, he's like bonded to this kid I knew. He would often walk straight, so I ignored the blood and his laces so this cat could save face. It's like oh, like it already feels like oh, we're in the middle of some action, something's happening, you know.
0: <laughs> I guess I was so drawn to it because it's basically an Aesop Rock song too, ah. like, the, like the feel of it.
1: Nothing and, wrong with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's a good bit of Weathermen representation on the album you got asap rock later (laughs) you got uh tame one on a track you got cage they're all over this thing
1: first track is definitely killer it's fucking incredible this is the sound of what you don't know killing you this is the sound of what you don't believe still true like jesus christ talking about getting under your skin (laughs) so
0: fucking intense like always (laughs) yeah Oh man! They got uh, "Smithereens." Stop crying! Stop crying! <laughs> I wrote down uh, how was this song four and a half minutes? This track flew by like
1: it just fucking oh. blew by. Oh man, this is how we should have started the podcast. Bring me the dramatic intro machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I brought enough drama. Yeah, yeah, but um, I got the whole audience crying. Oh, for sure. Oh, not a dry eye in the podcast. And I know.
0: I know that's why they had that sing, uh, why they had us sing that at the eighth grade graduation, because they knew our odd, our like all of our parents were in the audience, and they just wanted the parents to cry. That, right. that was fucking cheap.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, it even just the way the verse starts with like fell asleep late neon buzz and like. You know, first of all, the way the track starts, you hear all this buzzing synth that's happening, and then you actually hear what sounds like him kind of, like, waking up. Like, it actually feels like the sound of him, like, in the middle of waking up, like, going, like, huh, huh? And you hear, like, a little, like, blearing thing that's, like, coming in to relieve, like, a. and you hear, like, a what sounds like an alarm or something like that in the background. Like, it's so cool how it mm. actually feels like, oh, shit, we're starting his day, like, for real. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah and yeah yeah pts stress we do drugs city air strange sticky lungs mayor doomberg gives no funds and i'm crying (laughs) crying fucking doomberg that's great (laughs) he says like in a world full of super duper whores the kids just want a little more and then you hear in the background going more (laughs) <laughs> like, oh yeah! <laughs> screaming so intensely, but it's in the background, so it just kind of surprises you a little bit. Where you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, who was that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I love all the kind of in the background, blink and you miss it type shit. Yeah, it really adds texture to the song. Yeah, yeah. Up all night has a killer fucking drum beat right out the gate, mm. and uh, quote on this one. You're my daddy, you'll protect me. I need guides (laughs) to live correctly. I can't fight you. Feed me. I'm your servant. You're my teacher. Yo, what the fuck, Out. Oops, I'm sorry. That's the implant talking for me.
1: Yeah, and I was trying to figure out what was going on there because I was like, wait, I thought he was the rebel that yeah, I'm fighting against the system, goddammit, and I'm pissy, and I'm I got piss and vinegar and I'm angry at the system. and now it's like, wait, but now you got the implant, you got the chip? What's happening? Like, is he playing no, a character? No. Is that not really him there
0: or This album goes in some really interesting places with these songs. Like something oh. I really appreciate is how mm. diverse and like topics
1: and settings we get on here yeah it feels like you're in this like you know, in a future, maybe not too far from yours, you know? like uh, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Real Twilight Zone feel like, as every track of Futuristic Twilight, you know? Um, but, uh, and then, oh my god, EMG, with the, the fucking first line, how he kicks out the door, heart of an altar boy molested in confession who plotted for 20 years, then slit the throat of a reverend, is like, oh, Oof. fuck! <laughs> but, the thing is, okay, but the way it started with the, everything must go, where it sounded like it was supposed to be, like, a parody ad or something like that. Oh, but it yeah. doesn't really go that way, right? Like
0: Yeah, I didn't know what the deal with that was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how that connected, but I was like, I don't I don't feel like it does save that fourth reich
0: boogie for them plastic twits or the old woman of fate stitching the casket knits i'll be drunk on the back of the train taking a piss bumping bdp through a raheem kit with double <laughs> d duracell destiny mega mix like it's like goddamn man
1: i didn't drive oh my god yo <laughs>
0: this fucking song with its
1: one-liners well, uh, well, he does have, uh, uh, this isn't like a one-liner line, but it was just kind of like, hey, why would you do your voice like that? And it's like, I'll keep the track running, even when muddy, because my insurance don't cover leaving behind the pit crew that love me, so I drive. And it's like, hey, these guys are helping you. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, me? <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I liked it. It was like, was this supposed to be just like, like a young kid who's just like driving for the first time? Because it's what it felt like, just like this kid who doesn't really know what he's doing. Yeah, But, but like, like act, acts like he's tough shit.
1: I, I don't know. I was just enjoying the fucking atmosphere of what was happening. Where it was just like, yeah, just, like, oh, my God, the fucking dinkly keys in the background. The fucking, um, uh, it was just the atmosphere of this track. It just felt like like dope-ass driving music. Like, even just as he was talking. Like, it was just like, I don't really know where this story's going, but it makes me want to fucking drive right now. <laughs> like, you know?
0: The two one-liners I've quoted is when he says, uh, you're riding a shoddy with Jesus of Nascar-rith.
1: Yeah, nascar
0: That was pretty funny. And then this one just out of pocket as hell. I'll oh, wrap your promo truck with a Nambla stencil to prove oh. that you're fucking babies. Oh.
2: Jesus
0: Christ. God damn. No. Oh, man. Yeah, this one was dope, though. Really great punchlines. Yeah, no, this is a solid track for sure. Now, here, on Dear Sirs... Whoa. This was what I wrote down that I think LP could carry Run the Jewels by himself. (laughs) With how this song is a minute and a half, and it goes for the throat... Harder and faster than like ninety percent of Run the Jewels catalog. Yeah,
1: like I felt like my eyebrows back, and I felt like I had to pull my scalp back on. From just like there was no to way I was gonna quote any of it. It's all the whole thing. <laughs> Got to just listen to this fucking song. It's oh so ridiculous. Lord. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh th- man.
0: Then we get Aesop Rock on Run the Numbers. Yes. We get we get two fucking. Standalone shouty samples. The uh, find, those, find detonators. those detonators.
1: Find <laughs> those detonators. That was so hype.
0: And then there's the other one, the fucking kill bill. <laughs> now the fucking time.
1: Hey, oh my God, hell, hell. hell yeah! <laughs> oh Love my that God. shit. That was what I, like, yeah, I was like, whoa, why don't we put more people sample this? They're like, that's so perfect. <laughs> is, there, is it time to get down? Now's the fucking time.
0: <laughs> now, here's what's weird, though, because we got to remember, this is 2007 in New York, that in 2023, if you hear somebody spouting off 9-11 conspiracy theories... Yeah, you, you kind of shut them out. You kind of <laughs> think like, well, there's probably something more beneath the surface there, but. This shit was so fucking
1: common at the time yeah and especially him as a New Yorker, an underground rapper who yeah. you know let's face it rappers are all about you know uh, you know e- exploiting the dramaticness of uh, you know a, a populace's imagination you know what I'm saying I, I'm very happy to see where LP ended up right this could have gone a different way
0: Yeah because I was when I was still on Facebook and Instagram with people I grew up in New York uh, in New Jersey. You fucking saw nine eleven turn everyone into the most like boot licking, cop loving, like everybody. Like nine eleven was the biggest piece of copraganda
1: mm. for everyone up there. And,
0: and, and that it that, was just like, oh, come well,
1: on. Now is it that Isn't that interesting how it, like, it pulls people down these two lanes? Either you're like, we cling to the cops and we must love them. Or it's like, I can't trust anybody in any time. Any authority says anything. I can't believe it. Like, you know, it's weird how it really, like, split people's brains, you know? Like... Yeah. Or it
0: just made him extremely Islamophobic, which is the most <laughs> for, the case for most people, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, oh my uh, god. Isn't it crazy how it's like, whoa, there was a very recent time where it it was just, like, it's never been great towards any brown people, you know, of, of Middle Eastern descent, but it's just like, the fact that it amped up at a time where we were supposed to be so, oh, I thought it was 1999, the end of history, I thought everything's basically fine, no, and there's no discrimination, then it's like, what did those brown people do to us? <laughs>
0: it reminds me of the fallout uh following covid with against um asian people it's just like Mm. people are already racist they don't need an excuse but anything to bring attention to a very specific group of people they will latch onto that and be like oh good now i can be outwardly racist and people might agree with me because I could blame something traumatic on this one group of people. Right.
1: That's what I was thinking. I wrote down um, when I was listening to the song, it's like, you know, as I listened to this track of like a New Yorker, like, dealing with this is like it feels like a trauma response really like just the way that it uh, ends the song like first like it recolors what how what's happening in the song now because then you're like oh it just feels like oh it's just like action-packed song about something and then you hear the part about the 9-11 but at the end where it's like oh and we were standing when there was some sort of like you know and then it's like holy shit is this a sort of like oh man i wish we could have done something i wish we could have changed you know fucking mark walberg if i was on the plane i would have been able to do something or whatever the fuck he says <laughs>
0: you know Habeas corpses oh man,
1: man. oh man this song we oh, both man. just went like oh man <laughs> holy god it's so intense when it starts off with just the uh so and so number please step forward and then just the very real sound of a gun just pow next person please step forward stuck <laughs> Pow! and it's just like oh my god and then it's just like it just keeps happening in the background and you're like jesus like i'm just holding my head together because my brain is just feeling the craniums cracking from the fucking shooting that's going on as the song continues and i'm like oh my yeah. god am i just supposed to just ignore that like holy fuck like this is like this is on that um Rosemary's Baby level of artistry where it's like this is great I never want to see this again because I don't want to go to the headspace that this took me to oh (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) yeah
0: oh Uh, man I I know what you mean um I'm not trying to spoil the song for people but yeah because I really think like this one is oh boy but the story here is LP and Cage are both executioners on a prison ship right and All I'll say is a prisoner walks up and LP, like, falls in love with this prisoner. And it goes down some really weird places. Yeah. And it's...
1: Yeah. yeah, it's man. one of those things where it's just like <laughs> it, it, it feels like this thing is like it feels like it's pulling you on this really dark thing of like like you know a lot of Oscar winning movies right are about like uh, shitty people dealing with the consequences or whatever the fuck but it just gets so like oh my god just the yeah the way cage and them talk to each other we're just like oh yeah bro you can go on a uh, yeah. R Ring's free, you know? It's just like, oh, yeah. Man. And he's oh, like, no, man. no, it's not like yeah. that. But like, it probably has he's been to, like that in the yes, past. That's, a, ah! that's what is pulling at you. You're just like, oh, he, he has to bat that away. Like, no, not like we normally do. No, like, uh, uh, Yeah, like, uh,
0: it, it's bad. It's a very dark song, so I'll, I'll let people know that, yeah, yeah, it deals with some shit, but. Oh, my God. As far as a song that, like, really paints a picture and gives you really, like, interesting, cap- like, compelling characters.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: This is definitely up there.
1: Uh, just to jump on the flyantology real quick, though. Like, again, it's what it's so that, like, you know, uh... uh the 2000s underground rap so we don't care about you know making it sound if you don't like it then you can fuck off and talk about the lyricism and the story you know what I'm saying that's what i feel to it um but you know I still enjoy it for what it is and also I, I kind of do it like like the message of what it is right like the idea of like you know uh, oh we're, we're, we're all so righteous and above you know people who are religious until we're the ones who are going through the disaster right like you know where he's like uh, uh it's the whoa there is no uh there is no atheists in the foxholes whoa there is no intellect in the air whoa there is no scientist on the way down just a working example of faith versus physics like i do think that hook is really cool here and the sort of like keep me in the sky that's all that i'll say i will be a servant at least for this day you know like I love how he really spells it out how like that's what I do like I love how he uses the uh, lyricism to really explain the emotion in a real way um the the part where he says uh I adore you the same way that others always adored you emergency humility just break glass it's like I implore with no knowledge of dogma to conform to I know I don't deserve it but save my ass (laughs) like this is the vessel of my awakening god damn it but hands out carry me <laughs> like i love how it really gives you that emotion you know and it's like yeah that's that's how and again where it's like oh right 2007 still in the bush years oh fuck this is a you know i mean fly on a plane and someone wanting to be saved is like holy fuck like this again trauma response music right here like jesus christ um but like, yeah, it's just so crazy how I didn't notice that as many times as I had listened to the song before, how it's a directly like referencing 9 11 thing. Like, whoa. I did really like uh, the League of Extraordinary oh, Nobodies. Man. man. What a track.
0: We got a studio audience laughing at the end <laughs> right. of all the lines in the first verse. <laughs> less and less people are laughing as the as the lines go. Song is about dealing with cocaine abuse and it ends with him saying um I hear the cackles of the crowd they're laughing at us and we haven't even gotten to
1: the part where it's a joke <laughs> yeah like, oh, <laughs> the end, yeah oh but the way he starts it where he's like uh Uh, because it's it's the story about him like yeah you know being on coke and you know being with this girl and like not really loving her but it's kind of like taking advantage of the moment you know it's like hey she wants it so whatever you know and but the way he describes it's like i just realized the tragedy of this is that her hand is on my leg and and so she clearly wants to fuck and though i'm wired i would certainly oblige i can't continue getting high and then confusing it for lust i'm not an angel Mm -hmm. but the baggie we unfolded and just split to give a lick is dripping out of me colored rust and you seem nice but i still Still hate you for the moment because i'm too smart to be open this is artificial trust like mm. this how it pulls you into that emotion of going like i want this for the instant gratification but i know this is it like this is a mean yeah. thing you know like really gets you to feel that
0: you know the Poisonville kids no wins and
1: reprise featuring cat power i actually really liked it the- i thought it was a good one to punch uh i, I want to yeah. sh- shout out a certain lyric that uh was on the previous track uh real quick because i just uh, noticed where he says, uh... I've Because, yeah, this is one that really hit me. The League of Extraordinary Nobodies, where he goes, like... I've been wondering how arrogant it is for me to keep doing the things that killed so many that we know. I've been noticing how quickly motherfuckers have the answers to existence just as soon as someone goes. Like, that was so, a, a gut-punch line in this song. This is like a gut-punch line in the next song as well. But just, like, just the idea of, like, I'm doing all this coke and all this thing. is like, wait, there are so many people that have died that we know that have died from doing this thing. Like, what the f- How... How smart do I think I am? How arrogant do I think I am that I oh it probably won't happen to me yet, you know? Like yeah, yeah. Uh, oof. I've always thought about that. Like, why did people keep doing crack in the nineties? It's like you know it's not going to be good, <laughs> you know? Like, right. Who's still like? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Um, but yeah, I like Poisonville. Kids, no wins. I, I thought it really like because w- I was slowly trying to figure out what was going um what was going on in the song. And I really like the the seven trumpet hits, and and the the kind of swish up that happens where you kind of like get like different you know uh, different measurement times, different beat times, um, and then where it kind of like flipped into this verse about like getting like righteously indignant at someone who wanted to uh, commit to you know self deletion uh oh yeah yeah but it doesn't in this way that where it doesn't feel insensitive for the most part like it feels like it's coming from this place of like god damn it no like we're supposed to be you know doing this you know what uh, like there's one part where he says uh oh what was it uh uh it's just the way he said it's one of those things where it's just like i'm angry at you but because i love you and i want you to not do this you know what i mean it so gives you that feeling which with mm. such a hard emotion to balance you know um where he says like it's the stuff i find hard for discussion how the fuck do you explain your own self-destruction and still remain trusted and that was the part where it was just like a, oh shit like you know it's someone you're like bearing the soul to you but then i'm telling you that i'm a shitty person and so it's kind of like a yeah so how can i build this bridge if me coming forward to be honest with you is the thing that's probably going to make you not like me you know it's like that's such a hard like oh fuck like this is like one of the biggest issues with society right like how do we handle restorative justice and issues like that you know it's like holy fucking shit um and, and so the fact that it's handling that like it feels like there's that balancing act of like you know it's like you know, so kind of like trying to have sympathy for the devil. And then, so it kind of feels like there's this thing where it's going like the type of person who'd be like, I'm such an awful person. I should just, da 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 you know what I'm saying and so this Mm -hmm. person going like no this life is hard and you need to deal with it the way we all need to do it you know what I mean and just giving him like the tough love that feels just sort of like holy fuck um so yeah and and just the way he says it's like so what the fuck are you feeling that makes your struggle so wondrous enough to arrogantly pull what's left of the rug out from under us I think not you're in the same barrel as us other crabs are caught and if I have to live you have to live whether you like this shit or not it's just like holy fuck (laughs) like it it feels mean but you can tell it's from a place of love so it's just like Yeah. Uh, oh it just grinds in you as you hear what he's saying you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and the, yeah this is just the one part in particular where he says like uh, he says like, you are not uniquely pained and if you go we won't be sorry and who the hell are you to put me through the banality of watching this because many men better than us have gone for clearly better reasons and i starkly must remind you that you have not even been trying that's the only thing remarkable about about, about you stop me if i'm lying and, like that was the one that felt the most a little kind of like oh hey dude you know like whoa like that, that feels like that's gonna uh, teeter the you're, you're playing Life is Strange right now and you're trying to you know keep, keep the girl from stepping on the back <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah. you haven't even really done that much yet it's like ah, I don't think that one's gonna help but
0: uh. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> but yeah it's, it's the one weird choice that the video game yeah. will allow you to make <laughs> like yeah! okay you're allowed like one fuck up in this dialogue. If you fuck right. up twice, though, things are not gonna end well.
2: Uh,
1: right. <laughs> you're a lot. You're allotted one. Yeah, yeah. One grace. But but for the most part, I feel like it. I mean, again, this is a very weighty topic, and I, you know, I wouldn't have tried to do it. So t- <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Holy God. Just the way he says it. But it's that sort of thing that you know. I like that he's being irreverent and using that for this emotionally touching purpose you know yeah. like there's something about the channeling of his typical irreverence that you've heard up to this point and to being something to like push someone into the will to live in a way that really like connects the song like um just the way he says it oh my god so what does he say this is one part in particular. Yeah, and the way he flips it, that's what I... Because it's like, the album is called I'll Sleep When You're Dead. And so that comes yeah. off very sort of like, meh, thumb in your nose, fuck whoever I'm talking to. You know, blind anger. <laughs> but... The way, then, the, But the way the title drop is used is where he says, to answer the question, yes, the city wants you gone, and that's the only thing connecting us, but the connection is so strong, so how dare you assume that I'll sleep when you're dead? This is how well outside the boundaries of, this is well outside the boundaries of acceptable behavior. I will not give you the go-ahead, and you will not be remembered fondly. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Fuck you, this isn't your decision. And for all the holy fuck, I gave you a little spectacle as it did. It's just like, whoa. Uh. <laughs> it's just like a holy shit it's just like you, it feels like the guy saying like instead of doing the oh no you try to do this oh let me be it's just like no bro you need this stuff love right now <laughs> yeah but it's it's like the patent kick in the ass that you need to put the battery <laughs> in your bag you know what I mean where it don't yeah. like, on that one line but like for the most part it's kind of like holy shit like man it's inspiring <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's fucking crazy Oof. um what, what what would you give this out of five uh, I got a four I give it a five, honestly. Five. I, oh. There's something about the way it just is willing to run into the grunginess of what mm. these topics are that makes me respect it. You know what I mean? Even if I'm like, looking away and flinching at some parts, you know?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I got a four when only two tracks were kind of weak. I would, I would probably, honestly, bump it up to at least a four and a half. Um... Fucking overly dramatic. Couldn't have brought it down that much. <laughs> I'm trying to see where that could have happened. Honestly, well, I feel like the most of the songs of some I gave four, four and a halfs, or five. So I don't know <laughs> where that happened.
1: I feel like probably like the averages of them being fours because I I feel like maybe like the experience of some of the songs, you know, kind of keeps it from being that all the way. Oh yeah, you gotta hear this, you know, because like there was a grunginess to a lot of this, right? Like,
0: well, folks. That brings the going off podcast this week to a close. Hope you were looking forward to a long one because you got it. And uh, we will continue to bring you these double packed, sometimes triple if we could find one uh, reviews for future episodes. And like we said earlier, that is uh, our Kofi is ko-fi.com. Slash going off. That is G O I N O F F. We're also on Twitter and Patreon and all that. And to as a reminder to everyone about where our episodes are located, the SoundCloud page is still active, but I'm not uploading to it anymore. So the uh, the Lady Gaga episode was the Lady Gaga uh, Megan The Stallion album episode was the last one posted to SoundCloud, and the last episode was posted to Anchor. So it's on uh, Anchor.fm is the new home for going off. And that's the RSS feed is where it's all coming from for Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. So there's more options than ever, which is awesome. And as another reminder, I'm currently redoing old episodes of the podcast, remastering the audio, making it sound a little better while I'm at it.
1: mixing remastered. Yeah, yeah, updating.
0: I'm remastering the volume, sometimes it's a little low, trying to make the episode sound better, cutting out all the bullshit, and giving you just the best bits. So hopefully in the near future every episode ever will be available on streaming again that's the dream that's the hope patreon Kofi Twitter YouTube uh, I got the fan house fanhouse dot uh, what is it fanhouse app slash Riffcoms. there it is that's and right. uh, you're holding it
1: down on the streamings yeah streams uh, twitch. TV slash rap critical if you want to join in on my streams as well as kofi.com slash rap critic for everything outside of uh, album requests that aren't uh, you know, uh, specifically new uh, rap albums um, or, or a movie requests or an album stream requests where we can just kind of like listen to an album. It's not like a full request, but, you know, people enjoy the live aspect of it. So Kofi.com slash Rap Critic for everything outside of album requests and uh, Patreon.com slash Rap Critic uh, for ongoing donation. If you want to join in and see the uh, new episodes we've got uh, coming out, uh before they end up coming out i can never remember when these are coming out so i'm like i'm like i feel like saying well part one of the best is out but then both of them might be out by the time this is out so you know (laughs) basically you're gonna be seeing the episodes early all right (laughs) and you get to join the patreon uh, discord to chat with me and fellow fans as well as get to hear new music that i'm working on there's some new music that is actually going to be coming out uh, near the end of the month that uh, my main man who helps me with uh, production uh, just sent to me the uh, one of the final mixes. Though, so I'm like, hell yeah. So you can be hearing that music first before everyone else does. Get what it act like you want at patreon.com slash rapcritic. You get to hear my movie podcast, uh, my new episodes early, and like I said, the Discord. I'm just trying to make sure I said everything. All right, and now I'm done.
0: But until next time, for Going Off, I'm Muse.
1: And I'm the Rap Critic. And... We have to tell the people. No, burn it. The people will get more out of what Justin Roiland represented than from the Justin Roiland
2: he really was.